This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, Mooning Mower makes many mad. Rubles and pressed ham, oh my! I prefer the regular mall over the dire mall. Giving him a case of Corona, beer eating at dave's felt hinky to the ibbets genuine jackassery happens a tiger saw no man <laughs> the breath of sunshine it was a great mario zelda crossover beat the schmidt out of him wailing caverns too electric boogaloo brian dunaway strong like bull gonna get prego brian got jolly by mooning what's the length what's the thickness major spoilers and more on this episode of the morning stream if the computerized life occasionally extracts its pound of flesh it holds out some interesting rewards. I will miss your ugly face around here. Now picture that, but everywhere. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's June uh, 1st, and it's 2020. It is the first of the month. You have no excuses. It's the first. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you have all the excuses. No excuses. Yeah, you have no excuse to not enjoy June, to have June. June is here. It's here. Uh, right. It feels like May lasted a lifetime and also was over in five minutes. So uh, don't know what that was about. Uh, I'm Scott Johnson here with Brian Ibbett. Good morning, Brian. Hello. Uh, how happy, are you? Happy June first to you. Sure. Uh, you know, there have been better weeks coming off of better weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a gnarly week here in the United States. For those no of us, doubt. For those of our friends who are overseas, I'm sure you witnessed most of this via your various press outlets. But uh, yeah, we had a we had a lot going on. Still going on. It's not really done yet. Still going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, one would assume that. Hopefully things de-escalate. Hopefully some uh, things uh, change fundamentally in our in our justice system. There's a few things going on we'd like to see, and of course COVID nineteen still sort of hanging around and not really, you know, doesn't really care what we're doing. So uh, no, exactly. It's like, oh, you can do that now too. Guess what? I don't care. I'm, yeah. I'm, oh, five hundred people. Five hundred people in a crowd. All right, cool. I'm I'm here. I'm for still you. gonna do what I do. You guys go on ahead with what you uh, what you want to do there, but. Uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, care. COVID going to spread like COVID going to spread. Speaking of which, yeah, um, it feels like I'm hesitant to talk about this because I feel like it's like I was um, like I was bad, like I was a like, I was a bad boy. Like you were Scott. bad. Okay, all right. I want to hear this. Yeah. What happened? So, um, Tina and I were um, on the east part of town, and coming home, um. We decided, all right, well, it's Friday night. Let's get some takeout. It's kind of late. We don't have time to go home and cook. So let's grab something. And we're we're kind of driving through um, this uh, retail area that used to be the old Denver airport, but they've redone it um, with all sorts of lofts and expensive expensive apartments and and then a bunch of shops like a buffalo wild wings and a smash burger and stuff like that and we're kind of driving around saying all right what do we want for takeout what sounds good mm. and we're kind of um you know like uh could you do that i don't feel like doing that and oh that won't that won't keep until we get home and that won't that doesn't sound good or this place looks really busy yeah 
And we round the corner and we find a Famous Dave's barbecue. Oh, yeah. We have Famous Dave's. They're good. Yeah. The national chain. We're mm-hmm. thinking, oh, that sounds really good. And then the big sign on the front says, um, now open for inside dining. Oh. You're like, hey. Because, because as of Wednesday last week, mm-hmm. uh, restaurants in Denver County are now able to um, able to have inside dining as long as they follow a long list of protocols. Number one, like, you know, you can't have two tables right next to each other with people. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has to wear a mask. Uh, patrons have to wear a mask until their food is served. Um a whole long list of things. Sure. Uh, one use, one use packets of salt and pepper and, and ketchup and things like that. No, um, no reasonable menus. It's got to be paper menus, or they have to have a a menu that, that you can look at on their web on your phone. Oh, and order from. Yeah, that makes sense. That might which be which all of it makes sense. Yeah. And so Tina, like, well, what do you think? And and kind of I put this on Tina because she's the one with the. Um, with the compromised immune system, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and so I say, well, what do you want to do? She's like, well, let's let's go in, look at it, and if we feel anything hinky about it, we'll we'll leave, and we'll just get takeout somewhere. We'll go home and we'll eat. And I'm like, totally fine with me. We just gotta at some point we gotta pull this bandaid off. Mm. So um, we go in, we look around. It's like, all right, there's you know, there's a few customers, a few tables with people at it, but it's a very open floor layout and and everything looks clean the people greeting us at the door um not only wearing masks and 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 whatnot but also looking really really happy to finally be working and finally be (laughs) serving people and and having customers and things like that yeah so um so we're like all right yeah two for two for dinner like okay and they take us to a table and uh what can we get you and you know bring bring us drinks we got our masks on, but we kind of lift them yep. up to drink and put them back down. <laughs> and uh, um, the whole time, it is it it just feels like we're breaking rules, like we're being bad, like we're not like we're doing something we're not supposed to be doing. And it feels I think everybody's going to experience this the first time um, they go back to a restaurant after this whole thing, after social distancing and after. Um, uh, after all this stuff, mm-hmm. and don't, and I'm not saying COVID's not still going on. Obviously, it's still going on, but, right. um, but there is this weird like, I'm breaking a rule. Oh my god, yeah. you know, I, like you're being a rebel. You exactly, know, yeah. exactly. We were gonna do the same um, thing this weekend at an outdoor. They have an outdoor oh. area, but I'll, I'll get into why we didn't in a minute. But how was the food? Like, did you feel like you were? Uh, was it like, oh. whoa, this is as, as good as this barbecue's ever been because they're making it extra special for these people that are braving no, it? I mean, it was it was a good barbecue, and I think you know the barbecue was was fine. It's not my favorite barbecue place in in Denver, but the the other one that we um, would have gone to was uh, <clears throat> a lot further, very inconvenient. So, mm. um, but it was fine. The food was fine. Yeah, um, it's funny. Leninade uh, twenty twenty says. Coverville, this surprises me hugely. I would have thought you would wait months and months before going to a restaurant. I guess you'll be first day at a movie theater too. <laughs> I'm adding, I'm adding the uh, the inflection, but um, yeah, I mean you're gonna get different responses from different people, but exactly, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, believe me, out of I think out of the two of us, uh, between Scott and I, and certainly even in my kind of group of of friends, I'd be the one who would. Not jump off the cliff first, <laughs> but would but would 
do a little research and make sure that the uh, that the quarry uh, was deep at the point where you know deep enough where the water was deep enough at the point where I jumped in and <laughs> and then and then I might be the person to jump. But I'm not. Um, yeah, I mean I'm I'm a I'm a cautious person, but I'm also a um, a thoroughly thoughtful. Not thoughtful. I am thoughtful, but I mean I don't I don't jump into things without a little bit of research and a little bit of of um common sense does that make sense i get it i totally get it you're you're not you're not uh, uh what's the word you're not just throwing caution to the wind but you're right, exactly. willing you're willing to take your you're you're willing to take what information you have equa- you know do mm-hmm. your equations in your head and then make your decision i think that's great that's what mm-hmm. yeah that's what most people should do and probably do do but uh do do uh but i do do in my case uh so all right we had this plan saturday to meet up with Corinne and Jason, right, and have tacos outside uh, at a place that had lets you do it outside. They, I'm not even sure they're open to internal seatings. Maybe they are, but they they do the outside thing and they got all the rules and everything. But we, you know, we did our again our homework and we thought, all right, this seems like a good, a good, uh, you know, we're gonna poke our heads in there and see what's up. So uh, we're getting ready to do that, and about an hour before that happened, or before we were to leave. I started hearing, uh, I started getting blips on my phone and hearing stuff on the internet and seeing that, uh, in true apocalyptic fashion, Salt Lake City, of all places, uh, has people flipping cars over and setting them on fire. And, uh, Salt Lake City, which seems like the weirdest. Yeah. The most, the, the generally speaking, the stereotypes are not incorrect. We're a pretty quiet, chill place. We don't really get too Mm -hmm. worked up about much. So when that started happening, uh, I went, ooh, okay, that's weird. And then I started looking to it a little bit more. And it wasn't that we were going to meet in, in Holiday, which is not downtown. So it wasn't that big a deal, that part of it. The part I was worried about is it looked like it was starting to encroach pretty close to where my daughter lives. And that afternoon, her and I had just done that final art class for May. And, um, you know, thought everything was done and good. And, hey, we'll talk to you later. Okay, cool. Then we started hearing on the news that, oh, that that car that got the police car that got flipped and set on fire and now there's some dude with a bow and arrow which i'll get to in a second uh all of this is happening about a block from where she lives and she's she calls me and she's like yeah i can hear the sirens are getting louder i can see people kind of milling around down below all over the streets and stuff and so it's starting to get a little nuts and uh the national guard was starting to come in the governor you know had Got all, he was bringing everything to bear, basically, and 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 uh, the protests were getting larger in numbers. They were getting a little more. Some of them were getting a little more, little more destructive, uh, and so we started thinking, "Crap, do I go to dinner with them and try to pretend this isn't happening, or do I figure out a way to extract my children from the from the metro area of downtown Shop. Salt Lake City?" <laughs> yeah, and uh, Nick was of mayhem. Exactly, Nick was still at work, but he was he only lives th- three blocks north of Carter in the same area. And so I thought, well, all right, what are we going to do? So we, we bounced around some options. One option was Kim and I were going to go out there in the car and get her uh, and see if we could find a route that didn't get blocked off streets and all that. Uh, but then the timing of Nick getting off work was perfect for him going straight to her, grabbing her, and then coming here. So that's what we did. Um, and they barely got out of there. Like mm-hmm. the curfew had just been set. The roads were blocked. Um, many of them, the major throughways were, so he had to find like a little squeezy, sneezy way through there. I don't know if they got lost or what the deal is, but they they had to take a route that was unusual to them. 
uh, to get out of there and then get on a main road, then to the highway and then to us. But they made it out of there. And so it was good because we got them here and everybody was here and safe and everything else. And then we just kind of watched stuff burn for the next few hours. Um, yeah. So, and, you know, people, you know, tagging the Capitol and, you know, all the stuff. I mean, uh-huh. Denver had its own its own issues. It, it was crazy here, too. Yeah. I mean, they, they showed shots of the uh, Capitol building and it's just. Whoa. Sorry, I don't know what that is. Huh, so we're getting a call. We're getting a call from... I don't know why that's coming in. Hold on, hang up. Okay, that's not supposed to do that. Uh, it's on mute. Why isn't it muted? Okay, sorry. Anyway, yes, so Denver. Denver yeah, had their thing. Denver, yeah. yeah, the uh, the Capitol building just totally uh, um, defaced and vandalized and broken windows and things like that. And it's... Um, I... I get it <laughs> well we don't, don't, we know, don't have we don't to we don't have to make judgment calls today i mean if you don't okay. if we, don't, right. we don't have to i mean here's the here's the deal yeah there <laughs> it there are and i said this yesterday and i really mean this if you go on twitter or any kind of social media and you want to see what's going on everybody with any kind of narrative has got five videos they'll send you that prove their story mm-hmm and then somebody who has got the right. exact opposite story has five or six videos he could send you that would prove his story. And mm-hmm. my thing is, we've all got cameras, we're all taking video, and everybody's got something to, pr- or something to show about something. And plenty of those videos are showing extreme pr- police brutality, and it's bad. Some right. of those videos yes. show solidarity and some people working together. Some of those videos show some really shitty looting and some horrible destruction of property and uh, the injuring of people. And yeah. you can, I'm not saying you should shy away from any of it, but Brian and I are not going to tell you how to think about this. All right. No, no. I'm not going to pull a freaking, these companies with their black screens and their white text, poetic little, <laughs> we here at Keebler Elf Foods really believe strong. Like I, 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 I appreciate the solidarity. Like I said on Twitter today, I really do appreciate solidarity when it comes with however, whatever form it comes in. Course, but of course, I, we're not gonna. No, we're not gonna be full of platitudes on this show. I think what we're gonna do on this show instead is we'll talk about this stuff as it happens, and you know, we'll, we'll we may have opinions or feelings or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're not. TMS is not gonna be, become your place where you're gonna come, you're gonna tune in and hear just nothing but woe and and all that. You're gonna get enough of that from a million other sources. Our goal here exactly. is to be fun for you guys, to laugh at each other, to laugh at ourselves, to have a good time, to do what we do on the show and we have done for nine years. And we're gonna keep doing that. Because yep. what yep. else are we gonna do? You know? Exactly. Let us be your beacon of, of laughter. Right. Uh, on the side of things. I yes. would and say we, you know uh, what Yeah, go ahead. When when jury's here tomorrow, we might, you know, I can see us kind of delving into a little bit more discussion about this, but, um, oh yeah, there's, there's plenty um, to say, right? Like there's so much to say, like it's easy for, and I think you and I are probably on the same page, but like, I am like a hundred percent for these protests. I am a hundred percent against looting and destruction. (laughs) Exactly. That, that's, that's really what it comes down to. I I support the protesters 100%. And I feel like, like the looting and the writing going, going on is, shifting way too much attention away from the protest and what they are standing for and what they mean because it's also not even coming from the protesters for the most part oh no it's coming no 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 yeah they were they were um doing a live feed uh or live uh every city's got their live newscasters out in the thick of it Mm -hmm. and um the denver one was uh 
was saying, yeah, if you can see, you know, you can see where I'm at down here. You can see a fire down there and there's a roving band of people. And then a couple of guys kind of walked behind him, like walked behind him to be on camera and say, hey, where are all the people at? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, they're carrying something to break a window with. And it's like, oh, okay. So really, it's not like you're, you know, you're saying, hey, we, we stand with um, uh, the protesters. It's um, which stores can I bash a window in and get free stuff? Yeah, there's some genuine jackassery happening. Uh, and it's totally taking away from the message. It's diluting the message that the protesters are trying to get across. And, right. And, uh, but on the other, on the other hand, mm-hmm. uh, hey, maybe don't shoot rubber bullets at at uh, at uh, uh, journalists. <laughs> hey, maybe don't at, shoot at them the press. at, at yeah. medics, <laughs> medic tents. Like shooting at medic tents is literally like a like that's mm-hmm. like a act of war, or it's like no, it's a war crime technically by law. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't be doing that. Hey, maybe don't shoot tear gas canisters into people's front porches when they are obeying curfew. Like, maybe don't shove la- ladies right. down on the street just because you don't like what they're yelling at your face. Like, there's enough of that going on, too, mm-hmm. where all you're doing is helping justify all the shit the shit show. So, stop. Just everybody freaking... Right. Oh, my Lord. It's just so... Yeah. And on top of all of that, all of that going on, and it's happening during a pandemic... It's just a it's just a big old mm-hmm. wet mess, and I just want people to be safe, and and I also want real issues to get real real fixes. I don't want to hear the NFL tell me how they stand with these guys. Freaking f off NFL! You had your chance when right. people were and some of them and some of them did it. You know, Kaepernick and his kneeling and stuff like that. No, I don't mean uh... the I don't mean the players. That's my whole point. The NFL is an organization. When he was kneeling. They were fining and then not letting that oh, dude have I a job and everything yes. else. It's the most hypocritical message I've read yes. all week. I see what you're saying. Like the the uh, the executives. The yeah, the, it's like, right, oh, you right. stand with him, do you? Oh, I see. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so anyway, it's really like safe to, safe to stand with him now. Yeah. Like I say, though, you know, this is going to be what it's going to be. Uh, some yeah. of you are not going to even like what we just said, but uh, that's okay. We're we're okay. all navigating. We all exactly trying to get through it the best we can. All right. And I'm really sorry to hear about your grandma, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I didn't want to go too much into it, but um, uh, for those that hadn't heard, my grandmother, uh, Hungarian grandmother, passed away yesterday, 89 years old, lived a very, very full life, fled uh, fled Hungary in 1956 with the Russian occupation and the, the Hungarian Revolution um, uh, with uh, her husband, uh, Julius, and my mom, and came here to, to America, to Denver, and... and um, Anyway, put, uh, put down roots, put down roots. And we were, the whole family was there with her. And even with COVID, we were able to have two people in the room with her at any given time. So we had a nice, we had a nice picnic table on the outside that we would keep everybody at. And then we'd trade off two people would go in and two people would come out. And, and basically we had uh, the whole family there. And she basically waited until the last granddaughter that was coming out could make it out. We have one granddaughter who couldn't make it mm. out uh, just because of work or whatever, but right. she was on via FaceTime. Um, but uh, anyway, so well, long story short. She sounds <laughs> awesome. You've done a, a, an amazing uh, uh, vocal impression of her Hungarian accent many times on the show. <laughs> yes, and I still will. Her, her, uh, my impersonation of her will continue to live on as needed in future uh, in future episodes. For sure. Oh, she sounds like a, a cool a cool lady. All right. And I, I came home and did some morn baking. So I've got uh, cinnamon rolls that I need to finish rolling and baking uh, after TMS today. They're rising right now, cinnamon rolls. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Because that's what I do. <laughs> 
So uh, one of the things Salt Lake City was famous for during these protests was this mm-hmm. dude what pulled up in a car. And I guess earlier he had he was brandishing a knife and running around, but but it was unknown at the time. But on the right on the right on camera for some local news and a whole bunch of people with phone cameras, obviously the dude rolls up in a car, gets out of his car with a hunting bow and a and a and an arrow, and just starts at first just starts yelling at protesters, and they were yelling back at him. And he did this whole, he, he suddenly goes, all lives matter. And then lifts his bow up to aim it at people. He fired oh, one, geez. he fired one, but it like dudded off and just went blah, and just fell out of the thing. It was not good. <laughs> kind of the way that would happen if I shot an arrow. Kind of. Right yeah. Right? Like me too. Yeah. He was having a hard time knocking it. Like he was trying to get it on the wire and he couldn't get it. And, and then he had another one. And by the time he was like drawn back, he got tackled. The crowd tackled him, oh, took away the geez. bow, beat the schmoo yeah. out of him, and then set his car on fire. <laughs> so look at that. But I had the hardest okay. time. I had the hardest time. Everyone's calling him Hawkeye now. Uh, uh, I had the hardest time getting into this dude's head because imagine where your brain's at, where you say the phrase. First of all, I know it's like it's never said. You know, it's not, never said in good faith. But he says the phrase "All lives matter." And so my mm-hmm. brain goes, okay, well, if you really meant that, you immediately aimed an arrow at a person <laughs> whose life is Their matters. Their life doesn't matter? Well, yeah. he says all lives, so I guess, you know, that guy you're yeah. aiming it at, does he not care? Like, like what all are you even matter, doing? Except yours! And so then later, so this is the best part, later, uh, one of the local yeah. channels interviews this dude, and he's a little bloodied up and all sweaty and stuff. And Yeah, he's got a... He's all Look like up. a bishop with like that, <laughs> like almost an M over his eye with... Yeah, and he Blood goes, and, uh, so they ask him to tell his story, and his story uh-huh. is that he pulled up in his car and got out and was just talking to people, and they tackled I mean, he completely omitted the bow from his story. He didn't say anything about course, having a bow. Of course, yes, exactly. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> that guy is currently under arrest, by the way, and uh, facing some sort of charge of aiming his, arrows uh, at people. And what's funny is, so I mean, they have, they've, well, kind of funny, but it's like, uh, the, they show his car yeah. at the time with flames coming out of it. And then there's another photo of his car where it's been turned into kind of a piece of art. Like it's a burned out, trashed out car, but it's been spray painted and tagged to where it's all different colors. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and when he pulled up, it was a nice, fairly nice, newish looking like Toyota something. I don't a, know what it is. Yeah. It, did, it was, looked like it was relatively. Yeah. And he was all mad at the, the reporter. He goes, that was my car. They just burned my car for no reason. And they took my phone. My phone was in that car. I think it burned my car, my phone. And I'm like, talk about the bow and arrow, dude. Yes, exactly. Or the butcher knife you had earlier, the uh, hunting knife you were waving around earlier. Now there's a video of him earlier, like, a, I don't know, 20 minutes earlier, walking around with a knife threatening people. and Just <sighs> some, some wackadoo. Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, it has a, these sort of things have a way of bringing them all out of the woodwork. And There's a... There's a to, don't bring a bow and arrow to a gunfight kind of joke or something here <laughs> that I I don't feel like making, but it's there for anybody who wants it. I'll give you the, the ingredients. You can cook it yourself. I like that. So so there were two reasons Salt Lake ended up being on national news that night. One yeah. was Hawkeye. Yeah. And I like that one, A, because he didn't hurt anybody, and B, because that's just the weirdest, stupidest thing I've ever seen. And so I'm, I'm kind of okay about – I'm okay having one of the wackier moments have, coming yeah. out of my city. The one I didn't like is where there's reporters talking and a bunch of SWAT dudes get out of a van and shove an old guy with a cane to the ground. That was oh, another geez. thing that happened downtown. And then later, uh, they they realized what they'd done and helped him up. But still, don't do it in the first place! 
the frick are you doing? Push an I'm, old guy with a the, cane? Come on. Here's here's the thing that I'm most uh, bummed about is uh, um, there were reports of a tiger roaming the streets of Oakland oh, last yeah. night amid the, <laughs> the riots, and unfortunately, it turned out to be false. So oh, it wasn't real. Dang it! It wasn't real. No one saw a tiger, and a tiger saw no man. Who called? Who called that in? Was his name Jerry Robert Youngly? Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I want to tell you guys, uh, there's a tiger running around Oakland. If you don't believe me, you can unfriend me. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. Anyway, yeah. we'll not talk about it for now because now we want to have some fun. All right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we want to do. We're going to pull our good friend Brian Dunaway in here. I don't know who's just constantly calling me, but I guarantee you they're not getting in. <laughs> You're not getting in if exactly. you're just going to keep doing that. You can call now, but um, I'm not letting whoever not that the, was in. It's not the way the game is played, no, sir. That's too much. Good day, sir. It's just a constant ring there. That's ridiculous. All right. Uh, we're adding Brian Dunaway to the call. Whoa, wait. That didn't work. Hold on. Remove from group. Oh, I'm in the wrong group. Okay, hold on. Sorry. I screwed that up. All right. Here he comes. Now he's ringing in. I'm hanging that up. Okay, we're not answering that. Here we go. We're going to bring him in, and we're going to start it with this. Welcome to the show, Mr. Brian Dunaway from South Carolina here in the States United. Hello, Brian. Welcome. Good morning. Oh, Brian. I don't hear him. He has gone mute. I heard noises, though, like he was... uh... Yeah. You are mute. You have become mute. You are mute, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Oh, there he is. Hi, what happened I there? wasn't on mute. I, my headphones had turned off, and I was worried about saying anything oh. while my headphones were off. Because oh. I didn't want to go... Yeah, we didn't want any F-bombs this early in the morning. It's not cool. That's, you right. know? That's not cool. It's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, hey. hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. I'm at home today. Oh, are you? Why? <laughs> What's that about? How come that's going on? Why are you home? Well, you may not know this, but I have an autoimmune disease called psoriasis. And it's more than just skin deep. It has to deal with uh, psoriatic arthritis and inflammation and stuff. And right now I have a terrible earache and sore throat and I'm eating oh, a no. popsicle. Mm. And I took the day off from work. Well, so I like the popsicle as part of your list of uh, symptoms. Right. Like it's, <laughs> like it's uh, well, I'm eating a popsicle and I have psoriasis. Right. And it's, uh... Everything else <laughs> sucks. It was the only good part. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, do you you know what? Enjoy that moment of your popsicle because uh, yeah. I could use one of those. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, I think it's one of those it's one of those cheap otter pop things. Those are the best. Oh, oh yeah. those are the best. That's a good. Oh. Well, good I choice right there. I hope you feel better, dude, because that's no fun. Uh, and I'm glad you're here with I us today. I feel better already. Oh, good. Well, let's, yeah, now let's test you your uh, mental acuity as we find out who's been on the line waiting patiently. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Oh my gosh. Hey guys, this is Allie. Hello, Allie. How are hey, you? Allie. Hi, Allie. I'm great. How are you? Oh, so good. Look how excited you are. I've never seen anyone so excited. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. We are equally excited to have you on the show. Allie, where are you from? I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I said it that way. Knoxville's cool, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Knoxville. yeah. Knoxville. <laughs> 
it's where not G- quite the bachelorette party headquarters of Tennessee, but still close. That's <laughs> where Johnny's from, right? Johnny Knoxville's from there, or is he not? Or I don't know why. Yes, he's okay, from he is from there. All right, cool. He better be. He better be with that name. Um, all right, Brian uh, Ibbett here is going to explain how these rules work and what your prizes are and how you could win. Yes, sir. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic, and they're going to go back and forth, giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job, Allie, is to predict who's going to come out on top. Based on the topic today, you are playing for a fluctuating prize package. Here's what you could win uh, per I gotta say this right with a, with a little roll in the R. Perfect date, a visual novel dating simulator that I'm <laughs> assuming involves cats somehow. It and does, and mm. I've played it, and it you is played fantastic. It? Mm. Excellent. And the Mega Man Legacy Collection. Ooh. Uh, both of those courtesy of David Ganswatch. But you can opt, if you win, you can opt to trade one of those for a 4K digital copy of the movie Logan, courtesy of Anthony. So I thought you were going to say... <laughs> swap it for a 4K well, behind, television. Three. I think you're gonna say a television because you said 4K and it threw me for a second. Oh, what? wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Yeah, you could uh, you could you could swap one of those for a or 4K take. television right. program take called what's Logan. Behind door that, number three. That's awesome. Oh yeah, one a donkey. Yeah. Do well I have done. to really take that home? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> a donkey. That's right. So <laughs> so anyway, you you you'll get two things from that list, whatever two things you want. If you win, but to win, you've got to pick a player, and to pick a player, we have to give the guys their topic. This one, uh, this one comes to us from Josh Briggerman. Actually, a couple people have sent this one in, but Josh Briggerman was the most recent, and so he was the email I pulled up. Uh, there were 18 original dungeons in World of Warcraft. Brian, I know, I know you played. Uh, well, wow. I know one. In the old days, <laughs> Rev still went. Yeah, his body's still in there. I think. <laughs> I know. Is that really the? the where your body's not still in there, is it? <laughs> of course it is. That's where I stopped playing. Yeah, he it starts off every time I launch yeah, him he, again. He so died. Like, oh no! He died, and his body is in the. Ca- well, I won't say the name of it. Yeah, don't but, say yeah. it because. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I hope you're familiar with other ones, other mm-hmm. dungeons from the original uh, vanilla WoW. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe if not, maybe we let you phone a friend or something. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, there are 18. Uh, we want to know how many you can name. And um, Allie, I think you might have gotten a big hint on who to pick on right. this one uh, to see who goes first and who you want to win. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Brian, but I'm going to have you go first and you. Scott to win. Okay. <laughs> that, is the, that is the best uh, option. Absolutely. It seems like the now, right call. Yeah, now, just as like a hint, right if call. you if you let Brian Dunaway go first, he'll at least get one answer in. Right. <laughs> Please let me go first. Mm. All right, you go first then. What do you got? I'm gonna go with the Wailing of the Caverns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, located in the Barrens, and um, the final boss pre-Cata and post-Cata is Mutinous the Devourer, and uh-huh. Brian's body apparently is still there and. Yep. This might turn into a very short battle royale. It's a big Move. rotting corpse of a well, I know it. Of a torrent. I, think I know a few more. But, okay, good. I was hoping. But you we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll like, see. All right. All right, we'll stay Scott? in the cave. We'll stay in the caves. Let's go with the well, in at least in vanilla it was the first one you hit. I don't know where it's at now, but Rage Fire Chasm. Ah, that's Absolutely. Right. right there in Orgrimmar. Yep. Um uh pre-Cata, you would end with uh Bazalan, Bazalan, mm-hmm. but after Kata, Lavagard Gordoth. 
Yeah. Would be your final boss. It was that. a lot better if I remember right. And I think right now it's higher level stuff too. It's like in the twenties or something. Okay. It used to be level five or ten, maybe, or I forget. It was pretty low. It's a long time ago, but it was in that Cliff of Shadow area in Orgrimmar. And gotcha. uh, spent a lot of time right, there. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, as a rogue, all my stuff was there. Yep. All right, Brian. All right, back to Brian. All right. So, all right. So, I need a little clarification. Okay, so, dead, so, we're saying uh, dungeons, right? So, we're saying dungeons. All right. Trying to make sure because I'm like, my God, the last time I played World of Warcraft was almost <laughs> six years ago now. Uh huh. Well, good because all of these things were older, are older than six years. Well, I know, but <laughs> your memory is not like my memory has been like restruck or anything. Yeah, that's a good right. point. For some reason, I keep thinking of stuff like Shadowfang Keep, but is that really? That's not really. Is that considered? You should right? say that one. You I should, should say I'm saying that one. There. I'm going with Shadowfang Shadow Keep. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, done. well done. Well, that's what I was trying to think. I'm like, is it really <laughs> a dungeon? I mean, it's kind of. It definitely is a dungeon uh, located in lovely Silver Pine Forest. You'll uh, pre-cata face up against Archmage Arugal. Arugula. Arugula. And uh, post-cata, <laughs> Lord Godfrey that would be your final boss. Of Lord one. Godfrey. All right. Lord Godfrey. Um, <laughs> You'll, you notice, Scott, that I'm going to give Brian a little bit of nut, like, yeah. <laughs> Not a little bit on this one. Not it's because totally I don't fun. want Allie to win. I just don't. I want this to last more than like three answers. Five yeah, seconds. I, I'm with yeah. you. That's where Cassia comes from, by the way. And uh, Heroes of the Storm. She's a character. Or she's a boss lady from. Uh, or no, wait. She from that one? I might be thinking of a different one. All right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mine. My, my okay. pick is Nomragon. Nomragon, of course. Dunmoreau, Morog, Moreau, Moreau, Dunmoreau, Dunmoreau. Yeah. Uh, Plug is was your oh actually per, post and pre cata final boss on that one that one I don't know very well no yeah, again yeah that was you know a lot of alliance I'm enjoying Ibit pronouncing yeah. these <laughs> names yes this, this is like me happy. not only is your wow knowledge being put on display here but my wow knowledge is being put on display here too right all right. All right, Dunaway. See, all these things, we keep calling them dungeons, and I know what a dungeon is, but when I think sure. of these places, I don't consider them to be dungeons because they're kind of like even, uh, you know, the Shadow Fang Keep. I don't really consider it. Yeah, it's a keep, not a dungeon, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, these are, you know, think of dungeons in the, um, well, in so the. So it's like a in, inside uh, area to, to which you may have to run. Like should we call it an instance is that kind of a that better might uh, be easier if you said that then i would kind of go well maybe like the scarlet monastery i mean i remember running around a lot in that area you should that really he should say that well that's what i'm gonna say that's what i was saying you the scarlet monastery yeah, yeah like yeah you should say that yeah. Is it, is well, there we go, and now Allie wins. <laughs> now he wins all right so Allie wins. wait scarlet monastery oh that was right that wasn't a dungeon till mists <gasps> right. Oh, exactly. really? Yes. Wait, then why did I play it so much? <laughs> Wait, hold no, okay, on. Okay, so second. it wasn't a dungeon, yes. but it was no. a location. Hold not on. A lo not a not a dungeon. No, wait, that can't be right. Let me think Scarlet for a second. Monastery. I can't be right. I played weird the crap there. of the original. No, Scarlet while. Monastery. Wait, was it a ra it was well, a raid? Okay, hold on a oh. Oh, Mush Potatoes is saying Scarlet Monastery was four dungeons, so be more specific. Is that the deal? Oh. It was it was a multi. I think it still counted as a dungeon, though. Why is it not on my list then? I don't know. 
Now it I'm trying a, to remember. Yeah, a bunch of people are saying it absolutely was a dungeon. Did it get turned into a raid later, or am I thinking? If I I don't I can't look at the chat, so I don't know what they're saying. But right, it, right, right, right. Oh, I don't remember because it did get a big facelift and total got reused and all right. You know what? And, we're I'm at, I'm manually writing it onto the <laughs> list because I remember doing it. I didn't. I, I was curious I about that. Uh, of it. Get stuck yeah, there for graveyard, so long. cathedral, armory, none of which are on here. So Scarlet Monastery, I am so putting on this list and putting a B next to it. Brian has claimed Scarlet Monastery as okay. his own. Well done. Yeah, that sounded right. All right. Um, I don't know why it's not on here then. Hmm. Oh, now my brain's in wackadoo mode here. Uh, spasms. We said that one. So let's see. Oh, uh, the Dead Mines. The Dead Mines. Dead um, Mines in Westfall. Yeah, Edwin Van Cleef was your pre cata final boss and vanessa took over the role after after cataclysm uh vanessa but never um uh van cleef uh the 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 old actor uh from django who was the guy's name <laughs> uh, uh wait van cleef was van cleef yeah, the, was... the old uh western yeah, yeah, you're right you're right yeah. van cleef. oh yeah, right yeah. the guy that, face, with little, the eyeballs smarmy mustache Little squinty eyes. Yeah, that guy. Exactly. Leave it. Why couldn't that have been the trivia question this week? Right? <laughs> that's what I said. All right. Uh, back over to Brian Dunaway. Pick something I'm else that's out the... of my list that's a correct answer. Right, right. I'm going with uh, The Wailing Caverns Part 2. That was. Uh... No, okay. What? <laughs> I was going, what the hell are you talking don't about? Say, don't say that one. Yeah, I wouldn't right. say no, that. Don't one. say that one. Well, stay away from that one. Waiting cameras Man, part two. I am between between my addled brain right now with, with all the medicine in my system and mm. so long ago. Good lord. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, mm -hmm. It's been so long. It's been a while. And you haven't it's not like you're playing uh, classic WoW, which has all this stuff in it no, again. No, no. Yeah. But I'm now I'm wanting to. Yeah. Especially if this can be any more trivia questions. I know, I'm remembering some of these. Um, I think I I've you know, haven't gone back into like whaling caverns since since I first played Legion, Burning Legion, and Burning right. Legion, and there were a so, ton of these. And keep in mind, Burning, yeah, Burning Legion was the was the first expansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you or not Burning Legion, Burning Crusade. Sorry, Burning uh, Crusade. That's why it didn't. Okay, that's why it didn't sound so. Uh, the Burning Legion were the burning. Yeah, they were the bad guys. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, but but uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. Uh, anything that's a five man counts, I guess. So right. yes. I'm still trying to get my head around why Scarlet Monastery was different, but I guess it's because it had multiple wings in it, but it was still five people. Yeah, and I don't know why that wouldn't be on this list because it totally should be on this list. Yeah, that's weird. So, All Brian, right. did you have I, a... You have a, you I, have, I have a... This, I know this is not even right. I can't even think, but for some reason, my mind keeps saying something with Ironforge, but I know that's not right. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say something... Ironforge Keep, sure, why not? That sure, why like, not? Ironforge Keep, be, sure. That sounds like something Excellent. that would be in yeah. there. I don't know. Is yeah, that say even that a place? one. Go ahead and say it. And congratulations to Allie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Allie wins. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. What is Ironforge? There's something with, oh, God. What am I thinking of? Uh, uh, well, let me see if I can. Let me guess a few more, and then see if I, yeah. one of those is it. So I already said Deadmines, sure. didn't I? I said Deadmines? You did say okay. Deadmines. Mm -hmm. uh, there's Black Fathom Deeps. Yep. There's... Deep, I actually could have might, might have been to pull that one. Yeah. Uh, Sunken Temple. Don't yep. That Black one. Rock Depths. Yep. Black Rock Spire. Right. Black Two of or, them. Or is that yeah, an upper and a lower? C. Okay. Oh, I do remember yeah, those now. I upper Black Rock those. Spire and lower Black Rock Spire. Two separate. 
Oh, those are separate dungeons? dungeons? I don't remember that. Those are separate dungeons. Uh, Stratholm, because yeah. he did the calling Stratholm. a Stratholm business. Correct. Oh, uh, Zulfarak, I think. Uh huh. And that might be all I know. Oh, Razor Fen Downs, the, yeah. the Razor oh. Back. Yes, with all the stupid. Uh, I hate oh. those guys. Ra- Razorback. So when you say razor, I remember one of them, I'm like, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I remember. I'm sure there's more. There was a lot. Not bad. Um, there's a couple more. Stockade. Oh, the um, Stockade. Razor Fen, razor fen Crawl. Okay. Okay. Uh, Moradon. Moradon. Uh, Uldaman. Uldaman! Uh, Uldaman. And Dire Maul. Oh, oh Dire, Dire Maul. Maul. God. Shit. Quillbores. Yes, quill, freaking Quillbores. Quill, oh, right. Quillbores. That's what was all in those uh, sh- the, the Razor Fen Razor fen stuff. I hate those guys. Razor fen stuff was all the quillbores, yes. They all went... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, there we go. And now I know, and now and now listeners know, maybe not so much the, uh, the WoW. Uh, maybe not so much the WoW. Right? Considering the guy who hasn't played in six years, another guy does a podcast. Yeah, you, Whatever, I'm just saying. 15-year-old well, podcast I'm, about it, sure. Doesn't help. I mean, judging by Furt Raid and not seeing Scott in there for like six months, I don't know how much he's playing WoW these days. I, I, I'm more than you'd okay. think, but I'm playing. I'm I'm literally leveling Lobby alts, and I don't know why, but I'm enjoying the crap out of that. It's yeah, kind of my game awesome. right now. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, cool. hey, uh, so uh, uh, Allie, how do you feel about your win today? Oh, that's so nice. Aww. Listen to that. It's so nice of you to say Great. that. Well, we love you too. And guess what? Uh, you get this stuff and you get it for free. All you got to do is email Brian Coverville at gmail.com and he will hook you up with your codes. Exactly. Congratulations. We'll, we'll figure out uh, if you want Logan and what you want to swap it out for or whatever. But uh, yeah, email me, Coverville at gmail.com. We'll get you all set up. Yeah. And you may be my favorite caller that ever called in, just so you know. <laughs> that was amazing. We'll see you I later. Know, you're, you actually are kind of the... the the, Most sunshine, the breath of sunshine, the voice of sunshine that I think we all the need. Breath today. Sunshine. The breath I, of sunshine. The breath of sunshine. Like <laughs> yeah, I like that. Wait, what is it? Normally? Oh my God, it's so hot. What is it? I'm going to go outside take a breath of sunshine. <laughs> breath of. Oh, breath God, of, it's burning my face. It's the breath of fresh air. You, uh, I couldn't think of what you were trying to say. That's kind of it, but also like the ray of sunshine. I was combining oh. you know, like the ray of sunshine and the breath of fresh air that we need. Yeah. Uh, it was like a ray of breath, yeah. like Godzilla. Yeah, you like know, that song. And you laugh right now. Just wait until the next um, the next <laughs> Zelda game. It'll be Legend of Zelda, Breath of Sunshine. <laughs> Breath of Sunshine. I'd play that. Uh, hey, That's Dunaway, so well done. I hope you feel better, dude. It sucks that you're uh, yeah. feeling down. No, but, uh, I'm going to be fine. Just getting a little bit of rest. This is, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. All right. All well, right. Uh, don't, don't forget to check out our latest uh, episode of Film Sack. We did this last weekend. It was great. We did Phantasm for the first time ever, which was yes. a good so time. Good. And uh, also today, if Brian's up to it, I guess I haven't talked to you Absolutely. since you've been ill, but we're going to be doing the Boop Show, so stick around for that at 3.30 Mountain Time. I will, I will power it up. That's why I'm getting the rest now, so that later on I can do it. All right, that's today then. Four hours of sleep and then an hour's worth of something. <laughs> and video game talk. We can do it. Uh, Brian Dunaway, everybody. He is the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. See you later. Bye. Swoop. <laughs> Swoop. <laughs> He said swoop, right? Did you hear that right? The news is starting, sir. <laughs> swoop. All right. Uh, let's um, let's get in here. And uh, what am I doing here? Let's do the news real quick. Oh. Time for the news brought to you by... Fred and Can has a new comic out this morning. Check it out at fredandcan.com. I would recommend it. It's uh, uh, a second in a continuing short storyline I'm doing, which is a thing I don't normally do, uh, where 
part of grocery shopping from Fred brought home a can of uh, canned tomatoes. And, uh, you know, uh, Can's pretty excited about it. So he's getting to know it, uh, getting to know her, one would assume. Maybe she's a her. I don't know. I don't know if there's gender with Can's wow. or not. Uh, but well, sure. You know, you always hear the phrase, oh, she's a real hot tomato. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But things take a turn today, and uh, you're going to want to check uh, it out. So Fred, right. Fred and Can.com, go check it out. All right, Brian, uh, Does t- if I asked you, you know what, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to do this one instead. Hold on. All right, a mooning mower. Better, uh, can better be careful or all she's going to get prego. That's, oh, oh, that's actually a decent joke. Oh, shoot. I hope I didn't. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> like, you didn't. You, you gave didn't me. Stay. Well, thanks, Brian. That was going to be week three. No, you were just giving me a good. That's just a good idea. I'd have to figure that in. All right. Uh, uh, do you ever moon anybody, Brian? You ever moon anyone? Um, yes, and um, it was in third grade, and I <laughs> got in, in. I had to go to detention to Mr. Jolly. We had a, pre, a principal named Mr. Jolly, which is a great name for a principal. Was he Jolly? All right, Brian, you're going down to Mr. Jolly's. Was he Jolly, know. or was he uh, not as Jolly as you'd like? He was not Jolly. He was super tall, so of course his nickname was Jolly Green Giant. Mm. But um, he was a stern, fearful, a fearsome figure that. Uh, uh yeah Mr. so the Mr. opposite jolly. opposite of jolly really the total the the absolute opposite of jolly how about you have you ever mooned anybody uh yeah i did it a couple of times but the most recent was high school we were we were dragging state we used to call it so just driving down state street at night oh, and okay. uh was in my friend's dotson b210 <laughs> and we drove by a car full of girls who were flipping us off so okay. I, oh, that, that'll teach them. So I got up and dropped trow, as we used to say, and sure. and just mushed my butt up on that window for a good, I don't know, twenty seconds, and uh, that was the last time I mooned anyone. It was a long time ago. <laughs> pressed ham. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Pressed ham. Bull, uh, what's the other one? Fruit, pressed fruit bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Something like Maybe that. The other uh, other way to go. Yeah. But uh, mooning, I feel like I feel like mooning has fallen out of favor. But not for this guy. There is a mooning mower. He's being oh, referred yeah. to by a local law enforcement. Jacksonville man facing arrest after reports he mooned neighbors who asked him to stop mowing their lawns that weren't his. So this is one of those guys just mowing other people's lawns. Sometimes it's nice. It's like, oh, the neighbor mowed our lawn. How sweet of him. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. This guy's just doing it, and being asked not to. Probably because it's either too short or he's not doing a good job or you know people would rather take care right. of their own lawns. He's Drawing uh drawing a set of boobies in the in the in the grass with yeah, his mower. Exactly. It's like here's a wiener. <laughs> uh Bradley M. Hayes, age forty two, uh was arrested seven fifty PM on Tuesday for disorderly conduct charge. Police were called because the man was mowing a yard that was not his property and when residents approached him and asked him to leave, the man stood up, pulled his pants down, and exposed his buttocks. According to Jacksonville Police Sergeant Walker, Sean Walker. Uh, the act caused multiple neighbors to be alarmed and disturbed by the actions, according to the police report. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I'd be alarmed and disturbed. I might be alarmed. They might be alarmed by the mowing and disturbed by the mooning. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> alarmed first. Oh, there's a guy mowing. Oh, ah, he's mooning. He's I'm, mooning. Just, I'm so disturbed. Go back to mowing. All right. Crazy neighbor uh, mows the um, the common area behind all of our houses on the green belt. So we've got. This little ravine with a tiny, sometimes a water-filled creek in there, but it's usually dry or has just kind of a trickle of water going through it. Sure. Um, but weeds grow 
really high in there and um it makes it hard sometimes to see his cats so he'll actually go out there and he'll mow the common area mm-hmm. uh, around our house which makes it, makes it look a lot better a lot cleaner sure and um one of our neighbors offered to buy him a case of uh corona for doing it, a case of corona beer not a case of coronavirus. You can give him a case of coronavirus. He's going to give you, if you don't get out there, I'm going to give you a case of corona. <laughs> oh, my but, Lord. That's great. But while, while the most recent person that I've ever seen, Moon, yeah. is him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've not seen him Moon while he's mowing. Yeah. No mow Moon combo. Right. That's good. But he is the most recent person I've seen uh, do the actual act of mooning somebody. You've seen his bum bum. I got I've you. seen his bum bum. Uh, final story for today, uh, given that we got to talk to Steven soon. A man drinks sure. a liter of lemon juice in under 17 seconds for a world record. A liter. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, this is lemon juice, not lemonade. This isn't like right. know, tasty, right. uh, sugary drink. This is straight lemon juice. Uh, I don't know. Was he doing real lemon or was it uh, freshly squeezed? Uh, oh, good question. We have real lemon in our fridge. A whole liter of 100% lemon juice. It says here, um, blah, 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 blah. it just says lemon juice. Uh, he's an Idaho man. He turned a sour taste into a sweet achievement when he drank a liter of lemon juice through a straw under, under 17 seconds for a Guinness World Record. David Rush. Great last name. It's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, he's broken more than 100 Guinness World Records to promote STEM education. Uh, Emptied the glass containing the whole liter in 100% lemon juice in 16.53 seconds, so just under 17. Russia's time bested the previous record of 17.12 seconds. Almost a full second. By Renee Zellweger, I believe. (laughs) That's why she's so sour-faced. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that she held the previous record for uh, drinking uh, lemon juice, yes. Okay. All right. I got you. On the previous record holder was somebody named Andre Ortloff. Or Ortoff. Ah, okay. Okay. So not not who you were thinking. Uh, Russ said he kept from throwing up after finishing the juice, but his stomach discomfort lasted until the next day. Uh, go ahead and just barf it up. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it would. Just puke it. Uh, 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 drinking that. I mean, that's that's impressive. I'm actually thinking the even more impressive part is doing it through a straw because if you were to just kind of chug it out of the bottle, you could probably get through it pretty quickly and just, yeah. you know, you just kind of open the throat muzzle and drink the whole uh, liter right super quick. But, but it, then, begs, it begs a bunch of new questions, though. Are there rules about the straw? What's the length? What's the thickness? Yeah. What's the like? I would, oh, I, I don't know about that. Really, you think? Oh, I think, I'd have to. I right? don't think. Um, I don't think Guinness cares about whether he uses a straw or not. Really? So you I think the think st- so. so you think the record is just well, we don't have it here. Because it's but, the time. It's the the seventeen point twelve seconds is the. So however leader, you, so, leader of so however you get it down, they don't care. You think right, it's just right, whatever. Exactly. Okay. So if yeah. they want, like uh, Pops and Recline says, use a pool noodle. Yeah. So if you wanted to, <laughs> you could. Okay. Yeah. I thought the Guinness people were super hardcore about that. I guess not. Maybe I don't know. I thought they had I all think, kinds of rules. I think the timing is the thing that they care about. Okay. Because otherwise, then you'd say, okay, well, I'm going to do it in 35 seconds, but I'm going to use um, a soup ladle. Mm. <laughs> we should do is one of those helmets with the beer holders, and then just put. <laughs> you know, what I, I mean? just think the straw, the straw makes the whole process take a different turn. Like you're tasting every ounce of that lemon juice as opposed to just chugging it like it's a a Corona for. <laughs> yeah. 
for a callback right there. See, and then, so Red Fraggle in the chat says, I bet Guinness would disqualify him if he barfed it up. Okay, well, then that maybe. What's the time length, though? Yeah, I mean, if he, like, yeah, the stomach discomfort, what if he threw up three hours later? Yeah, or what if he barfed? Like, what's the cutoff? Because in five years, he barfed for other reasons. Are we still counting Uh it? Like, like you got to have rules. You got to have the rules, man. Exactly. All right. Uh, congratulations to him. We're going to move on to a music break when we come back. Steven Schleicher will be here for Major Spoilers. We're going to talk about some stuff going on there, as well as a few other things. So uh, stick around. Let's do a song first, though. Do you have something? Yeah. I got a brand new album coming out from Liela Moss. Um, I think it's pronounced Liela. If it's L-E-I-L-A, I'd say Layla, but it's L-I-E-L-A. So I'm going to say Liela. Uh, in any case, it's Leila Moss. She's got a brand new album called Who the Power. Uh, it comes out August 7th on Bella Union Records. Big thanks to Bella Union for sending this over to me. Uh, the brand new track or the first single released from this thing is called Adams at Me. Um, it's a really, really, well, it's a cool song. Guess what? You're going to hear it now so you can decide for yourself. Here is Leila Moss and Adams at Me.
guys. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Sometimes people love me. Sometimes people hate me. But at the end, I speak the facts. Sometimes people cannot handle the facts. He may not be any chicken, but he's a tough baby when the situation calls for it. Are they made from real Girl Scouts? This is the Morning Stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I really like that song. I'm going to track them down. That was good. Yeah, she's got uh, an entire album of covers. Well, an EP of covers of songs about rain. So here comes the rain again. Um, Can't stand the rain. When will it stop raining? Will somebody please do something about this (laughs) stupid rain? I can't. There's no chocolate rain, though. But um, shoot. Uh, no, uh, Liela Moss, L-I-E-L-A, Moss spelled just like you would expect it to be, and that song was called Adams and Me. Kind of a uh, Florence and the Machine kind of uh, feel to it as well, without the without the, the kind of register range that uh, Florence has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. That's my wife, my, one of my wife's favorite uh, bands is Florence and the Machine. Mm. So oh, I play think, this for her and see what she thinks. Yeah, I bet she likes it. Uh, also covers are full of rain or rain covers. You should send that to Brian Dunaway and say, Hey, what do you make of this? What's this? <laughs> what does it mean? What's yeah. the symbolism of this album? <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us what the symbolism is? Oh yeah. Is? It could be Lila, right? L I E L A, right? Since it's L I E Ly La. Oh, it could be Lila. That's a hard name. Totally could be. Thank you. Pops and recline. Good point. Good point. An even better point is this one I'm going to make, that Stephen Schleicher is joining us from Hayes, Kansas. He is here each Monday to talk about all things major spoilers. Stephen, welcome to the show. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. How are Hello. you? How are you doing, man? You doing all right? You uh, hanging in there? Well, you know, it's a pretty crazy world. Yeah. And uh, it's just, uh, we got to do better. So you're, uh, um, so it's okay. So we were talking about this this weekend, but I've got, you know, three kids that are now 19 to, how old's Taylor now? 25? I guess, uh, which seems weird to even say, but, um, you know, they're older, mature. They've, they've seen some stuff. They get it. They understand they're, you know, they're, they're doing all right, but little kids don't understand what all this stuff is. Now, part of me thinks that little kids just aren't paying attention either. Like, you know, if you're, 
if you're five Little or six, dumb. if you're five or six years old and uh you know the the japanese attack pearl harbor you does it doesn't really stick with you in the way that it did for the adults around then or if you were a year or two old when 9-11 happened you don't really have a a reference point for it um so when bad things happen like what what's your deal with uh, as a parent of younger kids are you are you feeling like you have to do a lot of explaining or are you guys like how are you how's that uh, well, all well it, it's con- it, that's a really complicated question to be honest uh the oldest is 12 soon to be 13 the youngest is nine i don't know if the nine-year-old pays as much attention to what's going on outside of the house and outside of star wars and all the other stuff that that he partakes in yeah uh, but the oldest gets it but you know, we still, when the news is on and they see these things and I, you know, we have to stop and talk about why this is. And I have to caution them because uh, my kids are of mixed, mixed heritage, uh, mixed race. And so we have to explain to them that, you know, you're fortunate that your skin color is as light as it is because you do not get all of the racism and slurs thrown your way like your mom did when she was in school or like full Asian kids do at the middle school that the oldest goes to. So he sees that and he knows it and he knows that he is is privileged in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I said, you know, you do still have to be cautious because, you know, there are people out there who regardless if they find out that you're not quote unquote pure, they will take offense to that and could cause you harm. And you always need to be on the lookout on that stuff. Also, we also have a conversation about how, you know, that stuff is not cool. Uh, racism isn't cool and treating others uh, poorly is not cool uh, based on their skin or their sex or religious beliefs. We do have those conversations and, and they're tough conversations because sometimes I don't think they get it. But then when the oldest comes back from middle school and he's like, yeah, this happened today and we really feel bad about it. And I'm like, well, what did you do? Mm-hmm. What did you do about it? Yeah. Um, so I mean, they, they see it, but they are not in... A position that a lot of uh, black uh, kids would be or, uh, you know, other minorities would be in a school system just because of the way that that their skin color is. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. <clears throat> well, you're a good dad and those are good kids. And I'm I hope so. Glad uh, glad you guys are doing okay. the, the youngest is a big fan of Kylo Ren. So I'm not sure I did a good job. Well, in introducing him to Star Wars. He comes around, you know, Kylo in the end is a, you know, he, he gets to kiss his, his sister. Redemption, a little whatever. bit of redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is, you know, we having watched Star Wars all the way through uh, all of the movies, introducing again the nine year old to that and seeing his reaction to everything and how much he really he thinks uh New Hope and Episode Nine are the best movies. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm sorry. He thinks Return of the Jedi and um, My Name is Skywalker are, are the best movies. <laughs> and wow. after watching that, yeah. you know, you watch it that it's like, is this movie really about the Skywalker family? Or, I mean, in a sense, I mean, it is because even though Ray really doesn't have any um, um, lineage to the Skywalkers, Ben Solo's redemption is a Skywalker story. Yeah. Yeah. A little too easy though. Like you freaking killed your dad and tossed him down the pit. Spoilers. Uh, but Aww. you know, I feel like you didn't do enough redemption for that. <laughs> it seemed really rough. You didn't really have to pay the, pay the iron price, you know, like that was a little, a little on the soft side in my opinion. Yeah. They sewed yeah. that up a little too easy. It's like, Oh, dad, dad dream. And Han Solo says, everything's cool. All right. I guess I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay, I'll be good now. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. It's I'm fine. Good, yeah. I'm good now. Um, all right. Well, uh, Stephen, let's talk about what's going on. 
Uh, well, uh, let's yeah, let's try to talk about something that maybe is a little bit uh, more uh, light uh, and not maybe as as deep and heavy sure. uh, as uh, patricide and and uh, racism. Sure. Uh, you know, there's this this crazy rumor. I mean, it's a rumor right now that Henry Cavill is in talks with Warner Brothers to reprise his role as Superman, mm. not in a sequel to Man of Steel or Justice League or anything like that, but to uh, essentially make cameo roles, essentially what the Hulk does in the Marvel movies in two upcoming DC movies. And so while this is, again, all, all rumor, there's no contracts been signed, nobody has come out officially and said these things, uh, so you just have to take it with that grain of thought, it's made me wonder, mm. what, what two movies would you want to see Superman make a cameo appearance in? Oh, geez. Um, as Henry Cavill or just in general? Well, as Superman. Okay. Not, not not Henry Cavill as himself, because that would be really weird. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but but him as Superman showing up as in Superman, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. It has to be an existing, like a, a movie that we know is coming out from yes. Warner Brothers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, or it have to be, it have to be consistent with the current Batman uh, yeah, so here, here are some of the upcoming here are some of the upcoming movies that we know are in the works. We've, uh, I mean, or complete Wonder Woman eighty four. We've got the new uh, Pattinson uh, uh, Batman. We've right. got uh, Black Adam and Shazam, and uh, supposedly another Aquaman is in the mm-hmm. works, etc. Cetera, it have et cetera. to be the other one did well enough. Yeah. Um, and the Flash has been put on hold, right? Yeah, yeah until they figure out what they want to do with uh, Ezra Miller. Oh, it's such a bummer because that's one I was really looking forward to. I mean, uh, uh, Batman seems like an obvious choice. Pattinson Batman would be a great one to have. Yeah, have a little um, uh, quickie there in that. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I also think the Aquaman two would be a good place. I don't the, think the two that I don't think you can do Wonder Woman eighty four because <clears throat> no. it's a time. Is there's a time problem? You know, he's right. They don't meet until way later. At least in the, in the in the DCU or whatever. Right, DCEU. Yeah, DCEU. There you go. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, so here's 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 the two that I would put it in, put him in, and this are these are probably closer to happening than not. Uh, the first one would be the Shazam two movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one would be in the Black Adam movie, and the reason I say that is because of the fact that Superman's powers are you know uh, there was the whole lawsuit about uh, Captain Marvel back in the day where uh, DC basically sued uh, sued to take down Captain Marvel and then brought him into the DC universe when uh, when the company ran out of money and then uh, started to introduce Shazam into the comic book properties. Right. If anyone has seen, and this is a good movie recommendation if you guys want to uh, sit around and see what Shazam and Black Adam are, are really alike, uh, go check out Superman Shazam, The Return of Black Adam. It's an animated movie from uh, Warner Brothers Animation uh, Studios. It's really good, and it really shows how you could bring a character like Superman into a Shazam movie along with Black Adam and also have Black Adam uh, or Superman appear in a Black Adam movie uh, just because of the nature of who Superman is and how his powers and his history relates to these other two characters. Wasn't um, for a while there The Rock was going to be Black Adam? Is that still Yeah, he still is. He still is, yes. All right, so that's still happening as far as we Mm -hmm. know. As um, far yeah. as we know now, again, everything with COVID is uh, throwing everything out of whack. So yeah, it's all up in the air. Um, yeah, let's see here. This is from 2010. November 2010, this came out. I assume this might even be on the new HBO Max service, this movie. It it might be. I didn't look into hmm. uh, what all the animated movies were on there. I, I think a, a large majority of them are. But I know, Brian, you were talking last week 
Uh, well, first, uh, well, never mind. Uh, you were talking last week, Brian, about uh, you were surprised that all of the uh, DC Universe DC TV, TV shows, shows. Yeah. had not been migrated over to HBO Max. And you had looked, and I think you had mentioned a Collider article or something yeah. uh, in regards to that. Uh, there's, there's probably another reason why some of those have not migrated over yet, and that's because of the upcoming fall TV series, or lack uh, thereof of the fall TV season over on the CW mm. because the CW has pushed all of their shows, Supergirl, um, uh, Batwoman, all that stuff. Well, Batwoman, who knows, uh, all <laughs> into the January, 2021 slot, right. uh, which means they have nothing for this fall. And one of the things that they have announced is that the swamp thing, the single season swamp thing that was part of the, uh, DC universe, uh, online service is now going to be uh, running next fall on the CW. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, so that will give them something to put in there. And, I, and again, with everything that's going on, I think that there's going to be some shuffling around of some of those shows to see where they can slot them or sell them uh, to make some money uh, off the deal or some additional money off. The yeah. Deal. I, will I, they start? Go ahead. Will they start with the stuff that's been already released? The, the Swamp the Thing swamp stuff? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, because that, that show's done. They're not doing a second season. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so, so it's, it's really literally just, just a rerun oh, filler so that they can fill okay. in that space. Yeah. Gotcha. You, have, you, right. uh, have you given this uh, Batman versus Superman uh, Snyder Cut thing a look yet? Have you watched that? I mean, I haven't seen it. It's not going to be available until 2021. Yeah, oh, I thought it was yeah. out. Yeah. No? Because okay. it's going to no, cost... No, no, no. It's, it's going to cost them several millions of dollars to do these new they have like new cgi new shots they have to create for this yeah so essentially they have to finish up all the pro post-production there may be a little bit of adr but again um you know from what i hear if they have to bring those actors back in to do any adr uh it will cost many 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 more millions of dollars than the 30 million that it's been estimated to fix just the the uh the green screen stuff and the special effects stuff from the stuff that wasn't used in the film uh so yeah they're working on that now i've talked about it before i think this is a as much as I don't think that the Snyder Cut is something that should have happened, uh, because he did walk away from the project, uh, you know, for, for very legitimate reasons. Uh, mm -hmm. But that kind of washed his hands of the whole affair. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really think that this is a brilliant move by HBO uh, to get people to start talking about HBO Max. Mm -hmm. uh, because before then, if you go and look, uh, I was even talking to some of our uh fans on discord and they were like yeah i'm not going to subscribe to a service where the movies come on and off every month and you don't know what's there and i was like oh no this is supposed to be everything that warner brothers does all under one roof and they didn't know that and i think forbes did a did a uh, uh quick little poll to say hey did you know that the criterion collection was on hbo max did you know that uh these uh, uh these certain films are on hbo max did you know that this was on hbo max and people were like i had no idea that Rick and Morty was on HBO Max. Yeah. Well, or well, that Friends was on HBO Max. All of the, uh, yeah, they, they're not doing a great job of marketing some of that um, some of that ancillary no, stuff. They and they really need to because um, right now I'm actually on the site and they have a gigantic adult swim section. Like mm -hmm. stuff from way back, like home movies, Nocqua Teen, Hunger Force, and newer stuff. The entirety of Samurai Jack is now on there because that last season was kind of bloody, so they put it on Adult Swim now. Um, the Boondocks, like some amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, all here, dude. 
Like, if yeah. you're into that, I mean, I don't know, some people may not be, but uh, the Cartoon Network uh, collection that's on here is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they got, you they know, don't have all of the uh, Looney Tunes stuff on there, but they do have a pretty good collection of Looney Tunes stuff. Yeah, it's like 30 seasons, however however they determine what a season is of Looney mm-hmm. Tunes, because it was all in movies and stuff. But it's a lot, and it's all from the, the, the Blu-ray remastered stuff they did, so it's all really clean. Like, even the really old, like, 1939 stuff looks great. Mm-hmm. I've been watching a bunch of it. Um, they also have a giant country roll section. If you're really into anime, good lord, it's like a huge. It is, it is a surprising amount. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty you sure mentioned the Warner Brothers buy Crunchyroll. Say what now? Oh, did I, they? I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers bought Crunchyroll. Oh, maybe they? they did. Well, I would explain it then. Uh, if they did, if but they you did. mentioned the um, the Studio Ghibli stuff as well, all in yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see my. Now, I don't know if all the stuff is there because I mean, there's a really good movie. It's called Grave of the Fireflies from Studio uh, Ghibli. Yeah, but oh man. It is super depressing. It is super, super sad. And it is it is the you know, the toils of war and, and the, the ultimate toil that it takes on people. And it is a lot of people, you know, will want to watch it, but I would really caution you if you are into Porco Rosso, if you think uh, Pano is great, if you if you love, you know, the um, the uh, uh, the castle of Caliestro, yeah. you think that's all good times, man, watch out when when you get to grave of the fireflies because that will wreck you for wow for months. that's good oh, good advice good okay. warning there. good warning yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah good to know it's like yeah. ooh, yeah. a miyazaki film i haven't seen yet let's watch. oh yeah but you yeah, okay no, this, so can, i mean it's, do you do, i mean it's not bad but it's just oh sure sure rushing. do you have uh do you have any line on whether or not we ever get swamp thing on hbo max you think that's ever gonna happen i, I think probably it will after it does its run on uh the cw yeah because the other cw stuff appears to be there right I, I, some of it I've never is, seen yeah. that yeah the uh flash and arrow and mm-hmm. i didn't look to see if um legends of tomorrow but i, I don't know if... if black lightning's on there yet oh good point yeah no kidding okay uh yeah keep your eyes open keep your eyes peeled they own a lot yeah, of stuff so should this be... really was a bad I, honestly it was a re- really bad rollout of hbo max and again i think it has to do a lot with coronavirus or it could just be that warner brothers is really bad at uh uh you know following through on stuff yeah um but uh it's it's definitely has the way it'll win the you day can see that it will look at in like five years you can look at this and say in five years this is going to be an awesome service. yeah i agree i think well, that there's there's gigantic potential what wins the day is content and they just mm-hmm. need to keep putting more of it in there and they need to be better about letting you know it's there because right now hbo max just sounds like well it's hbo and what else like you don't know right right so yeah. in some ways they did themselves a favor by putting hbo there because that's your brand and that's the strongest brand that you have in your lineup for for content but in some ways it does them a disservice because nobody knows what else that means they just think it's right. another version of hbo in previous this there was already your tv one there was go there was mm-hmm. now, now like yeah, I I'm still don't know if I'm paying for it or if my I'm getting it free through my phone service because AT and T owns all of that. So, so it's like, but have you like logged in? I mean, do you have like an HBO Go or Now account? I do. I have a. Well, then just log in with that because then you can say um, because I have yeah, HBO tie Now it to my and then you just tie it to HBO Max yeah. and it uh, automatically just transfers everything over. Well, I did that and I now have Max going, but I am paying for it. The question is, ah, should okay. I not be because of my data plan i have with at&t which is supposed to give you hbo max for free and if so it's a separate login it'll be my at&t login 
but that's my wife's account. Have, have like you, it's all. Have you just up. tried logging in with that account? Well, it's again, it's my wife's, and I don't, I don't even know if she oh. remembers her password. Like <laughs> oh, you know, okay. how phone stuff is. It's like, oh, we got our phones. Yeah. We don't have to think about it. Yeah. And so now right. I gotta, I gotta track it down. I'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah. it'd be nice to get it. But for there's nothing. some good stuff. I watched 39 Steps uh, this weekend on HBO Max. So oh, the old uh, Hitchcock, the Hitchcock movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I can really see that getting remade today. Mm-hmm. And you could really set it as a World War II thing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it doesn't come off as a comedy. But you could have a not so George Clooney esque actor mm-hmm. play the lead in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and still make it come off as a really good kind of semi thriller slash comedy. Yeah. Uh, in in the work, so do they have a lot like of good stuff over I'm, there. Sure, I'm looking through the Crunchyroll stuff, and I'm just trying to find giant robots, and I'm having a hard time. So. <laughs> but uh, still, going back to the Zack Snyder stuff, that was the best thing that HBO Max could do to generate buzz about their service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Uh, well, we'll see what they do in the future. I'm I'm optimistic. It's just a weird time to launch anything. Honestly, I feel bad for. Like, there's a whole bunch of people this last week who launched big premiere things like i was looking at elder scrolls online they launched an amazing new expansion that puts everybody back in skyrim and super exciting lots of hype all very cool but what a bummer week to do i mean i realize this is minor i realize this does not matter in the larger scheme of things but Mm -hmm. if we could just all get our crap together as a race of human beings then perhaps we could then just enjoy the cool stuff we create and not be fighting all the time you know, that's the most yeah, Pollyanna-ish yeah. thing I've ever said. But I and I understand, <laughs> I understand. I just I minimized everything. But I'm just I don't know. The little kid in me just wants to play at the playground and not worry about the bomb overhead. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh. All right, Stephen. Excellent stuff. As always, uh, people should be checking out uh everything that's going on in major spoilers. Uh, you've got you got a plays. Are you pl- playing some games on stream this Saturday? Tell people about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one thing that I've been doing for oh, a couple of years now. Is uh, we've got the Twitch channel, Twitch.tv slash Major Spoilers, and uh, on Saturdays I play games. Usually it's Red Dead Redemption, but sometimes we get in. And we do some group games this Saturday. That is whatever day that is. The sixth, mm-hmm. seventh, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time, so adjust your clocks accordingly. We'll be doing another game stream, but this one's going to be different because I have right here a uh, unopened copy of Animal Crossing's New Horizons for the Switch, which we will be giving away during the game stream. A physical copy. What a physical thing. What's that? That's physical. has to do with kids that are impatient and don't want to wait and (laughs) trying to satisfy needs in the time of covid and things that were already pre-ordered and supposedly on the way months before. So sure, sure. we have extra copies of Animal Crossing to give away. That's awesome. What cool. a cool prize. Um, it's still yep. the, you know, during all, well, since it launched, it's the one game I check into every day, at least sometime yeah. per day. It's a big deal. What are deal. your turnip prices? Uh, my turnip prices today are 91. They're not great. So mm. I haven't even checked. Oh, I'm sorry. 80. My gate. I'm sorry. 80. I paid 91. They're 80 in my store today. The sell so maybe hey brian if you're up to the 400 500 you let us know there i will yeah uh, <laughs> usually not monday morning it's usually uh, everywhere across the board it's uh, it's uh usually garbage on monday mornings yeah but tuesday sometimes like what, tuesday's uh, what? usually when you see the spike yeah 87 bells per turnip so uh, sweet don't buy yeah or don't sell go. don't don't sell don't sell <laughs> today's stock market lesson is don't sell <laughs> All right. Uh, Steven Schleicher, everybody. He is Major Spoilers on Twitter, Majorspoilers.com. I highly recommend it. All the podcasts there are great. Uh, Steven, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you soon. I'm going to watch you play Stay this weekend. Stay hydrated. Yeah, man. We'll see you later.
Hydrated. Bye now. See how this Timmy and Tommy? Hydrated. Hydrated. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah, I said the last thing he said, but said it in a meek, yeah. a meek way. Is it Timmy or Tommy that does the meek? I don't remember. I don't uh, uh Tommy. Tommy. All right. Tommy. Well, yeah. Timmy. Timmy's your front and center pitch man. Tommy sits behind. Do you know that Tom has a brother Thanks. named Tim? Did you know that? So it's Tim and Tom. Tim and Tom. Uh, Barrett. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Barrett? Yep. That's that's my second favorite brother reference right now. So it's Tim and Tom Merritt, our actual they brothers. I love it. Yeah. And the two space guys are Bob and Doug, and that's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Gotta love that, too. Yeah. Every once in a while, they would call them Doug and Bob, and I'm like, no, no, no. Back no, it up. no, it's Bob and Doug. Yeah. yeah. Get it get it together. Hey, open the, pa- open the bay doors. <laughs> open we up the airlock. Gotta take a whiz, eh? Gotta take a piss. I gotta take a whiz, eh? <laughs> I'm gonna drink too much Elsinore beer on the way up here, eh? <laughs> it's too much tang. Uh, you hoser, you drink all the tang. I love it. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, let's do a quick email here from. Oh, no, yeah. you know what? Let's do a mashup first. I got a mashup. Mashup. Monday mashup. This is from Jamie. He's currently on vacation with his family. I hope he's having a good time up there in Canada where no one's rioting yeah. as far as I know. Yes, that's a good, I was going to say, yeah, where is he? Where, you know, where could he go get away from us? Oh, Canada? Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, where can we get a piece of that? Anyway, here is his uh, Monday mashup. It is called, hold on, uh, Prison Purse. Ooh. <laughs> oh, great. Don't know what this is, but. Here it is. Brian thought Tom Nook was Watto. No, it's not what that says. Yeah, it does. Oh, bought Tom. I... Sorry. Brian bought Tom Nook from Watto. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Where's Merlin now? You got to come clean. Mom's in the kitchen playing poke my spleen or something like that. <laughs> it's impossible for me to wear something tight that isn't ill-fitting uh, uh, with my body shape. It's like trying to fit the contents of a thousand Hunt snack pack puddings into a garbage bag is what I look like on a bike. Wow. Anyway. All right. Oh, okay, now what? We've seen every <laughs> film ever made. My biggest complaint about this film was that it was too loud. <laughs> I didn't understand any of it. I had to pee eight times during this <laughs> in my chair. Uh, oh, you like your wife. Oh, 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 some high-quality H2O. Um. <laughs> well done. That's what I was going for right there. That's where he was going. It was, it was in there somewhere. I felt it coming. I don't care. I did it anyway. Well, they're your switches, damn it. You Mr. I was playing with Mr. Doodle. Yeah. That's not a euphemism or, or literal translation. Brian played with his doodle. Well, who's got the sperm? Johnson over here. He's got your sperm. Have some, everyone. Enjoy the sperm of this man. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. We like to tell each other how we're doing on Facebook. Just drink a Guinness. Oh, love. <laughs> nah. I hate Love it. button. Yeah. Just chased a snake away with a flute. Oh, anger. Anger. They did describe to me a Canadian street fight. And, uh, it... Slash. Sorry. Slash. Sorry. <laughs> that was even Sorry. That would, that would have been even better. I hate your post. Go learn to do it differently. This is shit. Shite. They'd say shite. Duh. Where's he going to put it? In his hanous? In his prison purse? His prison purse. <laughs> What'd you, you bring the, fi- the, the metal file in with there, Bill? In my prison purse. Anybody want any chewing gum? Got some in my prison purse. <laughs> I'm a man who can get you some things, Andy (laughs) Dupree. You may want to wash that rock hammer off before you use it, Andy. (laughs) I would use that rock hammer right away. That poster of Raquel Welch has seen (laughs) Rolled it into a tight tube and inserted it into my anus. Came out dirty on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't remember that conversation. No, but, but...
Damn funny. Don't remember that. Okay. Well, whew. Uh, there's your mashup. Thanks, Jamie. Big thanks. If you want to follow him on Twitter, he's at yeah. TMS Mashups. Quick email came to us through the site. Uh, no, this came to us through the email address. Sorry. That email address is themorningstream at gmail.com. You can also do it through the site at frogpants.com slash TMS. This is from Mahmoud, who says this, TMS May 28th. Message. Hey, Scott. When talking about the pigeon story, you mentioned Eid Alfter, Alfeter. And obviously, and obviously had no idea what it is. Yeah, he's right. Or how to pronounce it. Or how to say it. Yeah, and still don't. So, if I may offer more information about what it is, so if it comes up again, you'll be better informed. In Islam, there are only two holidays, uh, or Eids. I guess that's the word for holidays. I, it's E I. Holy days. What did I write? Oh, you're right. Holy days, not holidays. Yeah. Holidays. <laughs> We're going on holiday. <laughs> uh, or e- E-I-D-S. I, don't, I still don't know how you pronounce it. Anyway. I don't either. He says Eid the first or, yeah. the first is Eid for Alf, Alfter, or Festival of the Breaking of the Fast. I've heard of that, but I just never heard of the, the term for it. Uh, it is a three-day religious uh, holiday celebration by Muslims worldwide that marks the end of a month-long dawn-to-sunset fasting of Ramadan. Uh, the second Eid is Eid al-Adha, a, or Festival of Sacrifice. It marks the end of Hajj. It comes two months after the first. Uh, I hope in the future, when it comes up, you will have a better idea of what it is and not scoff at it and say, whatever that is. Love the show, though. Point point taken. Yes. He he really uh, got some good shade on me at the end, and I deserve it. Okay. Is it Eid? Um, Eid. Eid is what uh, Coach from Home is saying. Yeah, I I don't claim to know any of that, so... So exactly. thank you for the uh, for You're the, educating uh, us, and we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I always I always like to be told that I'm saying something. Hey, stupid. we also got you and I both got a mailing from Amy Robinson. Oh yeah, we um, did. And those? it says uh, I'll read it uh, probably the way that she intended me to read it. Okay. Okay. All right. Shall I do that? Go. All right. All right. I don't have mine with me. Dang it. Oh. Go ahead. As of the beginning of this year, my family and I purchased a really cool puppet company called Peepers Puppets. <laughs> peeperspuppets.com I've included a sample of the product for you guys to try them out. Basically, you can just pop one of these little guys onto your hand and instantly have a puppet. My husband, my kids, and I are all involved in making this thing happen, and it's very exciting. I figured you guys could enjoy, would enjoy having a couple of pairs. Thanks and love the show. Amy Robinson. Ah, you remember to bring yours to the table. I forgot. They're upstairs. Well, my table is all here. Yeah, I've got... And we got uh, two uh, two versions. Oh, wow, the the blue pair is a little tight. Is it? But uh, yeah, so you get the blue the blue set with the yellow eyes. Yeah. And then the uh, the white set with green eyes. That's awesome. The blue set almost feels like it's made for. There we go. I can get it. Did you get it? Oh, on? hello! I have different eyes. <laughs> oh, I have different eyes and voice. I'm a different voice. I'm a different. I'm the same hand though. I'm looking at it here. Peeperspuppets.com. Oh, yeah. There's tons of these. Look at all this stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. That's pretty cool, Amy. Uh, thanks for sharing those. Oh, yeah. Us. Yeah. Sorry, uh, people listening to the podcast. Uh, you'll have to watch the video or something. But yeah, I you'll put have to watch things the... on my hand and read the, read the email. Yeah, exactly. I'll make a gif out of it. Don't you worry, your little head. Oh, good. Yes, I'm sure. Uh, Peeperspuppets.com if you're interested in these. They look they look rad. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a fun idea. Uh, but that's how we're gonna do the show from now on. That's the new TMS format. So enjoy. Oh yeah, these things. Yeah, the the stretcher, the 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 uh, plastic is really flexible. Yeah, it's good. 
you can get a ton of these for really cheap for like for a party or something like that. It's super cool. Yeah. Peepers puppets. Yeah, peepers puppets. Nice. Not puppers peepers. Don't do that. Oh, somebody made a clip. <laughs> Good. I gotta copy this out. Hold on. Copy link to location. Put it up here. Paste it. All right. Later, I'll be clipping out Brian making a funny puppet thing with his hand. All right, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Big thanks, everybody, for being here. If you'd like to support this show and get cool rewards for doing so, you can do that over at patreon.com slash TMS. It is on your shoulders what makes this show possible. So please help us. We'd appreciate it. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else except for the song Brian's about to play. Brian? For that, uh, Paul wrote in. Paul, uh, one of my D&D buddies, uh, played again this last Saturday night and um, completed the big dungeon that we were working on and, and moved into a new campaign that still is connected to our previous campaign. But boy, things just got things just got huge. Mm. So um, Paul brought this one up to me and said, hey, I'm going to put in a request for this one. I said, you do that because I'm going to play it. Mm. Um, Paul said, uh, cool cyberpunk synth cover I heard on YouTube. Not sure if it's anywhere else, but it sounds cool. Whenever you want to play it, it's fun. And uh, it's a cover of Jamiroquai's Virtual Insanity performed by the Melodic Brothers. Now, here's what's really cool about this. You can go support the Melodic Brothers on Patreon, and you will get this song and a ton of other cyberpunk synth covers that they do, like like a whole mess of them. So so don't pull any money out of your, your Patreons for existing things like TMS or Coverville or whatever, mm-hmm. but... Maybe throw a buck or two or, or more over at the Melodica Brothers and, and add to your, your Patreon stable of performers, uh, and you'll get this. Here is Virtual Insanity, covered by Melodica Brothers. And it's a wonder man can eat at all When things are big that should be small Who can tell the magic spells will be doing for us And I'm giving all my love to this world Only to be told I can see, I can breathe No more will we be And nothing's gonna change the way we live Cause we can always take but never give And now the things are changing for the worse It's a crazy world we're living in And I just can't see that half of us immersed in sin Is all we have to give this future Made of virtual insanity Now always seem to be governed by this law We are for useless twisting of a new technology Oh now there is no sound and I'm thinking what a mess we're in Hard to know where to begin If I could sleep The secret ties the earthly man has made And now every mother Can choose the color Of a child That's not nature's way But that's what they said yesterday There's nothing left to do but pray I think it's time to find a new religion so insane to synthesize another strain There's something in this futures that we have to be told Futures made of virtual insanity Now always seem to be governed by this love We have for useless twisting all the new technology Oh now there is no sound For we all live underground
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Everybody gets high sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs>